Go on. What? That's it, we're off. What? Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast, uh, episode one. A podcast where me, Ant, and my co-host Dave Hi. will uh, talk about all the things we do when we don't go out, which this week is going to be the Batman vs Superman, the new trailer. Dave's pretty psyched about that. Um, <laughs> pretty. <laughs> Overly. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievably. Yes. Um, we've got Firewatch, which we both just finished, so we'll chat um, probably with spoilers, but we'll forewarn any spoilers and we'll probably do that at the end and we'll mm. talk about uh, digital game pricing on consoles and how we feel about that because that seems to be shifting and going up a bit but we'll start with Batman Superman um, spotted it earlier on YouTube as you know I'm very excited about the film I'm still wary because it's Zack Snyder and I thought Man of Steel was when Average. I watched it at the cinema, I thought it was okay, and then when I watched it again, I thought, you know what, that is a pretty poor film. It's got parts in it, which is good, which are good, sorry. And um, But saying that, I do like his other films. I enjoyed Watchmen. I know it's a lot of people slate it, but I did enjoy Watchmen. Um, I enjoyed I did 300. Like yeah. But I've not read the comic. Have you read the comic? Yeah. That probably it's It's very true to the comic. I know a lot of people, because they always said it was unfilmable, didn't they? A lot of the studios and people who took it on prior to Snyder and said it's it's unfilmable, you can't do it. And I think he did a good job. He changed the ending. And you know what? I'll get a lot of slack for this, but I thought the ending because it's a different medium in film, I thought it worked it worked in the film better than the actual comic ending would have worked. Mm. So I, I didn't know, know the ending was different from the comic. Yeah, yeah. If you I can you should read the book. It's a it's a really good book. Some I think something you would be really interested in. Um, but yeah, back to Batman v Superman. Um, I've enjoyed all the trailers so far, but I've been very wary because the tone in them has been—I don't mind a serious tone, but because they're trying to use this as a starting point to expand the whole DC universe and re—you know—reboot it all and get it going and get to where Marvel are. You know, I was thinking, well, how do they introduce all these? You know, like Aquaman. <laughs> A god from the sea <laughs> and cyborg of half man, half robot, and the Flash and Wonder Woman. And how do you, you know what I mean? And mm. but this trailer has it feels like it's nailed it. It feels like this is the trailer that's just got the tone right. It's quite serious, still quite dark. I don't mind that, you know, I don't want it all colorful and like Marvel's universe. They've got to be different in my eyes. You can't just go down the same road, otherwise, they'll no. kill each other off. Amongst fans, cinema goers, and uh, if, if they're too, just, if they're too similar, it would, it would be boring. You need yeah, a, you yeah, need yeah. slightly alternative, and this looks yeah. grim. It looks darker. Yeah, much darker. It, it yeah, it does. It does look like there's going to be a lot more humour in it than in it people initially thought as well. You know, you got I mean, humour from that trailer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look when Batman Superman tries to hit Batman at the end and his arm's up. There's a yeah. slight grin on Batman's face and that's the kind of moment where you kind of like, I was grinning. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Kind of, it was one of those funny moments as a fan. And then, like at the start, when Batman's just absolutely annihilating, what was it, a dozen? <laughs> yeah. A dozen Alfred systems. I think so, yeah. It was the way he entered the room and there wasn't much music playing in that part of the trailer. It was very low. 
and the way he burst into the room, it's just little snippets of him destroying this squadron of bad guys. And I'd have to and, watch it again, but I don't. I don't think it was music, but I don't think it was the fight sound effects. I think it was quite overly hyped sound from what I remember. Yeah. I could be wrong. There's something playing, isn't there? Mm. But um, that's oh god, that was just brutal. And probably the most violent Batman scene on you know film to date. I mean, yeah, definitely. I can't even think about the Nolan films and think of anything like that. No, it looked like <laughs> the games. The, the yeah, games did. that just In been a out. good way, though, because Batman is a badass when it comes to his fighting. <laughs> and his, it's the way he enters the room as well. Yeah. The fear, them all stare, staring at the door, waiting for him, and they should know better, really. <laughs> but, um, and then at the end of that scene, when he says to Alfred, I think I'm getting slower in my old age. Yeah. It's like, you know, this is after he's just destroyed 12 blokes. <laughs> and I like that. It's kind of like a little, you know, it's not a, a laugh out loud joke, but it's a kind of thing where you kind of have a little chuckle to yourself, yeah. even if it doesn't come out. Have you but, read uh, this story in the comic? Yes, I've read it. It's, it's not going to be the same take. It's not going to be the same take at all, because in the, in the Dark Knight Returns, um, it's basically Batman's retiring. He's he's calling it a day, mm. and his fight with Superman. I don't know if I should really go into too much. Should I or shouldn't I? Mm, actually, yeah, probably wise not to go spoiler. Yeah. So basically, it's it's he's. But he's older. He's old. He's come out of retirement because the Joker's come back, and yeah. But this is like dawn of justice. So this is going to be how obviously the Justice the, League starts. Yes. Yes. So they can't really have it as the final standoff. Mm. But um. It won't follow that closely, I don't think. It's definitely inspired by it with certain shots and stuff we've already seen in the trailers, but um, mm-hmm. it's gonna. Be, I think there's gonna be a lot of fan service in there, and oh, I just hope it's good. As you know what I mean, I just don't want to be disappointed. <laughs> you do not want to kill off Batman on the, his first return since Nolan basically gave him a lifeline and then flourished. Yeah, with his trilogy. Looking at the trailers, I don't think it's going to. The only thing that worries me is um, all the different characters they've got to fill in. You just mentioned the yeah. Joker. He's not been in the trailer. Do we know? Oh, he's, he's, making he's, not, in the, he's not in that at all. He's not, not in, in it at all. But Wonder, Woman, Wonder Woman features heavily in this trailer. Yeah, she's been in prior trailers, though. She has been in previous trailers. Hmm. So um, we know, we've known about her for a long time. She's the central, uh, well, not the central point, but she's one of the main members of well, characters in this film. Hmm. And then I'm sure I read Flash... Cyborg, and I'm not sure if Aquaman, but they will have very small cameos. Mm. But um, yeah, oh, I'm very excited about that film. Just praying it works out. And same with Suicide Squad. Every trailer I've seen of that has made me want, want to see that film even more. And that's part of this universe, isn't it? Yeah, that's the you know the villains doing the good turn. Mm. So we'll see anyway. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I don't know how I feel about um, Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's that's an unknown quantity for a lot of people because they don't really, they won't know a lot of the bad guys in it unless you're like a comic book reader. And mm. they might be confused by the fact that why are the bad guys doing the good guys' work? But that's explained in the premise, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. Mm. But um, it, it just looks like it's going to be a fun action film, that does to me. Yeah. I, I really, I mean, I actually think that looks really good. Everything I've seen of that, I've been really impressed by. I don't say it out loud, though, because you get um, scorned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So what films have led up to this point? Because I'm not that versed on the DC is, stuff. Is it just this Superman? is the reboot? This is the reboot. Man of Steel. Sorry, yeah, Man of Steel will be the. I suppose you will say it's the first. Mm, the first one. This reboot, but I don't think it was planned as that. It's just that it, it didn't do the figures they hoped it would, and a lot of people were complaining about. Have you seen Man of Steel? I have, yeah. You know, like at the end of the whole Metropolis is basically destroyed to dust, mm. and then he stands in the middle of it and kisses Lois Lane. You're like, oh my god, ridiculous! <laughs> just probably destroyed how many buildings, killed more people. But Lois was safe, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that was loads of complaints about that, and it looks like they've used that. To make him a bit of a bad guy. Yeah, and you, if they had planned that, that was clever, but I don't think they had planned that, and I think the screenwriters have been very clever mm. to play on that as Bruce Wayne hates him for what's happened. So in the Mar- not Marvel, in the DC Universe, how close are those two cities? Are you never... Well... Is it not clear? I don't, I'm not a big Superman reader, you see. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Superman. I think he's a good character. But um, I've never, I don't find him interesting when he's Clark Kent. Mm. Whereas I think Bruce Wayne and Batman are far more interesting, and um, so you never really get that idea. But I'm just guessing from this, they're saying the neighbouring cities, aren't they? They must be close for Batman to get involved because he doesn't really leave. <laughs> um, well, in in this film, they are neighbouring cities. I think there's you know whatever separates them, a river, mm. whatever. But it's it's definitely been implied that the neighbouring cities. But you've never heard this before, as far as I know. Mm. So keep, keeping with um, superheroes, but going back to Marvel, yeah, you've recently got Netflix. Mm-hmm. Have you caught up with um, Daredevil or Jessica no, Jones? Nothing yet, because I started um, obviously making a murderer, um, and then I moved on to Better Call Saul. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, have you started that? Yeah, I've only watched the first episode, but I started that. That's good. But I do want to watch Daredevil and then Jessica Jones, so we'll get onto that at some point. But, well... Daredevil's I think good. I like those more episodes, because they're a bit more. They feel well from what I've seen of trailers and stuff. They look more aimed at adults than. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Than they the Marvel more, stuff. Yeah, no, well, they are Marvel, but it looks like Netflix has gone down that DC, not DC route, but you know, like a bit more realistic. Yeah. And um, gritty. I know people hate that term, but darker, I should probably say. But um, I do like the look of Daredevil and Jessica Jones. I'm not. I don't hate the Marvel films by any means. I think they're okay to watch, but I can't really watch them again and again. And I do think the uh, two Avengers films are dreadful. I've not seen the second one. Oh, it's it's a really poor film. Is it? Yeah, I, I think Iron that. Man's got progressively worse as it's gone on. Well, no. See, this is where it's weird because I like the Iron Man films. I think they was good, and I thought the third by Shane Black was possibly my favourite one. Oh, then the first is the best. Oh, I don't know, you see, because I really enjoyed the third. Maybe I should watch them again. Um, and I really enjoy the four films. Oh, I, think I, I think I've seen both of them. I've definitely seen one. Yeah, I enjoy, really, really enjoyed both of those. Mm. I don't know if it's because I think Chris Hemsworth just carries that picture. And he's so interesting as Thor as well. He's, he's just, I don't know. Mm, Maybe it's they've got better screenwriters, I'm not sure. But it's, they're really good. And um, What about Captain Cap- America? The first film was okay. The second one I didn't really enjoy, Winter Soldier. Um, I don't know. He's just so miserable. I mean, he makes Bruce Wayne look like, <laughs> you know, Barney, doesn't he? He's just... He's, God. Barney? Barney? <laughs> Sorry. But, um, no. I'm not really big on the Captain America films. 
Guardians of the Galaxy, excellent. Probably the best comic book film I've ever seen. You know. Oh, I haven't seen it. Well, I wouldn't say the best ever because that would be Batman Begins or The Dark Knight. But and that's Marvel Two, isn't it? That's Phase Two, like. Is that what you mean? Oh, Marvel Two. Yeah, sorry, that is a Marvel film. Yeah, Marvel as well. Phase, I don't know what Phase, phase two. two is. It's you know the Avengers is the every time there's an Avengers film, that's the end of Phase because they build up to that film. Oh, oh, I didn't yeah. realise that was. The yeah, thing. and then yeah, and then they start again, and then their Phase Two is just finished, obviously, and then it's Phase Three. So it was Mar- that um. Space Galaxy, well, Guardians of the Galaxy. That was phase two. That was in phase two. Yeah. So are they in the second? Or do they make no, a no, they're no. not in Avengers. They're not in Avengers two. Okay. I want to see that one. You want to see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, I think you'll enjoy that. The intro to that is one of the best intros. I mean, I love intros to film intros more than sometimes films. <laughs> the intro to that is brilliant. Absolutely stunning. Right, from uh, comics and comic book films to... You've got no transition? <laughs> no, I've got nothing. I can't move <laughs> swiftly from that to digital pricing, but that's what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. Digital pricing of games. I guess TV as well. Mm-hmm. We could do TV. That would be a good transition. Yeah. But um, the price... I, th- I keep seeing like, the other episode I see on PlayStation Store of... Uh, just random one-off things from a show. It's ridiculous. It's like two pound fifty an episode. Yeah, I don't. I don't do any of that. Like, I mean, I don't know what happened to Powers, that show that Sony made, which is free in America on PlayStation Plus, but we've never got it over here yeah. for some reason. Well, I told you, you can't even buy it. You are. You can't even buy it. I don't know about that. I'm not sure. But um, my friend has Amazon Prime. Mm. And I asked him about that, and he says that sometimes you can click on certain shows on there, and you still have to pay for them. Yeah, that's right. I've got Prime. He said it's a really confusing service. He doesn't really rate it at all. It's it's good, but I do wish they'd make a clear cut because priced and free. Yeah, so I just well, wanna... not in free included. Yeah, I just want to click on like the Prime section. Yeah, dive into there, and everything there's free, so I don't have to worry about my little girl seeing something and going, "Oh, I want to watch that." And like, yeah. That's... That's totally another seven quid. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hear that. That's that's true, that is. I mean, she accepts it. She doesn't question it, but mm. it is annoying. And same with yeah. me. I'd be like, oh, they've got that. And it's like, oh, but it's extra. It's not in Prime. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't deal with that. I mean, if Netflix was like that, I think there'd be outrage. <laughs> I think Amazon get away with it because of the postage that you get with it and um, other deals and offers, don't you? Well, I think because... Before you got the free stuff, you could just buy stuff and download it and watch it, and that's still mm. there. But Prime yeah. grants you access to a multitude of free stuff. Yeah. But they don't even tell you when it's gone not free. Like, I had a few films in my to-watch list. Yeah. And they're still there, but they're not free anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They've put the price on them. They should give you a warning, wouldn't they? You know, like a 48-hour warning at least, or a seven-day warning. I, I wouldn't mind a little notification if there's something in my to watch list and it's going that yeah. said this is going to go in a week's time yeah Netflix don't do that either do they and um, I've heard a lot of people complain about that that they've got things in the watch list and they've gone back and it's just gone I think you do get an email I think I don't know about that I just you know I've heard friends say it to me <coughs> in the past it might have changed since then but I've not had that happen to me personally 
No. I'm sure it ha- I know things do go off of Netflix. Yeah. There's only, I guess there's only so much they can store. Um, I don't know. But switching back to, obviously, di- sticking with digital pricing, but switching to games. Um, mm. I mean, we've seen a gradual price increase over the years, but it feels like the the kind of line in the sand is now at 12 to £16. Pound. That seems to be the launch price for a lot. And then obviously you get a few that do go over that. Mm. Like um, The Witness, which was 30. And um, I really want to play The Witness, but there was a few factors which stopped me from buying that game. And that was the fact, too, one of them was Firewatch was out a couple of weeks later, which I wanted more. Um, It's not a case of quantity and quality. It It wasn't because... You know, people could say, oh, you could have paid £30 for The Witness and got 80 hours, whereas you've only got four out of Firewatch. It wasn't that at all. That doesn't come into the equation for me. Mm. It never does. I mean, I bought Transformers for £32 and Devastation before anyone thinks I bought one of those crap ones. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the Platinum game one. And um, I finished that, and I think it was five, six hours. I remember posting up my unfinished time, but I didn't feel bad or like I'd been conned. Because I enjoyed those five hours, and the same goes for Firewatch. Yeah, it was £13.50, and it only lasted four hours, two nights of play. But I loved it. I really enjoyed it. But The Witness, it's it's £30 for a digital game, and I kind of, I, I, will, I would pay that for a disc version, because if I, you know, I could sell it on, or I could borrow it out, and all, you know what I mean? Mm. I can't explain it really, but I kind of people might say, "Well, you're a, a div." <laughs> I've got my own line in the sand where I just don't really go above sixteen, eighteen pound for a digital game. If, I just don't do it. If it's probably just, twenty max. Yeah, if it's just digital, it does seem like it should be cheaper. But is that just us being yeah. coming from no, that mindset from previous? No, games? no, that's not what I'm saying though. I'm not saying it should be cheap if it's digital. Because they make those games and they have the right to charge what they want. I'm not saying the witness should be cheaper. If David Bray, is it David Bray? Jonathan Bray, no, Jonathan Blow? Blow, yeah, Jonathan Blow. Jonathan Blow, I'm thinking Bray did in his first game. If Jonathan Blow and his team have worked hard on that game for six, seven years and they think it's worth £30 and they need to charge that to make money and make profit, then fair play. That's their game. Mm-hmm. They can charge what they want. But. Other people, I've had arguments and forums with people, shouldn't call me a tightwad and, <laughs> you know, other nasty comments just because I deem that I, in my mind, I won't pay that price for a digital game, no matter how good it could be. It could have got tens across the board and I still wouldn't have paid £30 for it because I just don't pay that for digital games. It is a bit odd. Even if Uncharted 4 came out, and it was only on Sony's PlayStation Network. You couldn't get it on a disc. And you it wouldn't launched buy it. it. It launched at 35, 40 quid. I wouldn't buy it because I won't pay that for a digital game. That's a bit odd. Why wouldn't you do it? Because you can't sell it on. It's not that. Yeah, I think it is that. But it's also this thing that... Not, You've got nothing tangible. Um, no, I don't. Because you, it's not always going to be there. Is it? If something goes down, like a network goes down or... Sony go bust, whatever you could lose that library completely. Do you know what I mean? And the cheaper games and that, I don't mind because, to be honest with you, nowadays when I finish a game, I'll have a look at the trophy list and I think to myself, shall I go from? If it's a no, I delete the game off my hard drive. Mm. That's what I do. It's because, to be fair, PSN I find 
these nowadays it's really fast at downloading. So yeah, if I go I back do. through something, I can just download it again. Mm. But um, you know, people on well, um, if people want to, you know, comment or whatnot and say or make a fair debate about it, that's fine. I'm, I'm happy. I'm always up for debate. It's just that that's just my opinion. And I know a lot of people who agree with me. Some people pay less or go well pay less than I do for a digital game. And I know a few who will pay forty, fifty pound. And I don't knock them for that. Everybody earns their own money. It is up to everybody how they spend that money. And I'm just I just not I'm not comfortable with spending that kind of money on a digital product. For example, I was on iTunes earlier and I wanted the second the third prodigy album. Is it Fat of the Land? Got no idea. Well, I wanted it for my workouts, and um, this is the yam yam coming out when I say that, me workouts. And, um, <laughs> the, what, the yam yam? Yeah, that's what the, it's down here, everyone's got different names for each other, dingles, yam yams, oh, it's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> you probably call us brummies, don't you? But um, I went on iTunes, and it was £8, and I thought, you know what, I'm not paying £8 for a digital album that's, what, 20 years old? 18 years old, I can't think off the top of my head, something like that anyway, maybe 21 years old. And especially when I know I've got a copy upstairs on CD, and I'm just like, How much was it? Eight pound. I'm just pound. not comfortable. I don't want to pay like five pounds for an album on iTunes, but I, don't, I won't pay eight, ten pounds for an album. No, no way. <laughs> no, serious. People can call me tight, I just don't. I don't see what I'm, especially when I know albums in HMV brand new are ten to twelve pound. Why uh, am I? Why oh. don't you get like a Spotify account? No, no, there's no. I don't really need one of those. Don't listen to that much music. No, it's when I work out. It's fast. It's hard and fast. <laughs> <laughs> and um, sometimes as well, I'll watch Netflix. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. While I'm working out, because it helps me really with my breathing and that, so because I'm concentrating on that, mm. so um, it's not worth me having a Spotify account. I don't even know which one of those are actually. It's free. You can get a free one, but it has adverts every like ten songs. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. So you don't have to buy anything. You just pick a workout that someone's already made and just listen to it, or make your own workout. I will look into that. That's an interesting piece of information. Mm. Surprised you didn't. So know about you then. You in, what's your digital pricing thoughts? Um, I think they've gone up. I don't mind that, but some of them no. I, I do look at them and think, "Who's buying that at that price?" Because yeah. it's just Hell. not it's not good enough. But then you get that in the on shelf as well in in store. Yeah, games come out at like forty, fifty pounds. It's like who's buying that? It's yeah. not worth that money for that particular game. But I do yeah. find it quite odd that it's structured so rigidly. Like some games will be twelve pounds, and that's it. You just know it's going to be twelve pounds, even if it's yeah. incredibly short or it didn't take much time, or it could be cheaper. It's just yeah. it fit. It's like pigeonholed into that twelve pound slot. Whereas yeah. games like and same with new games. A new game comes out and it's it's forty nine ninety nine pre order, mm-hmm. even if it's going to give you hundreds of hours of multiplayer. Yeah. Or it's going to give you like an eight-hour single player. It doesn't vary. Mm-hmm. That is a little odd. I think it could vary more. The more like yeah. uh, an artist selling paintings or something. It, it's it should be judged on each one, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's for example, um, I had an email saying um, 
was it a tweet? I can't think. About Sony's, you know, um, deal of the week. It was God of War 3, 3 remastered. I was like, well, you know, I wouldn't mind picking that up if it was the right price. And I went on, it was £16 and I thought, £16. And I know some people think, you're tight, so-and-so. But I know you can pick it up for 12 to £15 now from quite a few places and even online, second-hand, £10 and less. For the remaster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just like, oh, just no. You know, <laughs> Because to me, as well, there should be, especially to the PlayStation Plus users, they're not really getting great games, in my opinion, each month. You know, they are releasing good games on there, the PS4, V to PS3. If you haven't got all three formats, then you will feel very hard done by. If you haven't got, you know, your V to PS3, 4 still, mm. and you've only got the PS4, you will start to feel, you will start to feel a bit stung by it now. Because only because it was free last time, and now you have to pay to play online, so mm-hmm. the games don't feel as much of an added as an added bonus. But um, to me, like when they do these deal of the weeks, they should be saying to the players, they should have even more discount for the PS Plus users. I don't know if they do, but it didn't look like it did on God of War Remaster. Mm. Just so it's just like ten percent. Was... Seems to be the going discount. Yeah, but if that God of War remaster had had the extra, say, let's say, 20% discount, because mm. it's £16, then you take another £3.20 off. So then it comes down to, what, £12.80? £13.80? I can't think. Mm. But um, then you're starting to get into the territory like, oh, it's just a couple of quid over a tenner. You know what? I might grab it. Mm. It's the price of a digital game, but I'm getting a AAA game. And you've, I mean, you've paid for that discount. Yeah. So there's that yeah. as well. You, but you, you, like I do every year, well, I used to, you, you, if you add up that, say that £2.80 or whatever it was, £3.20, let's say, for example, um, then you take that off your 40 of the year, and you save £3.20 off your 40 so you, you do usually get your money back through the year. Mm. Oh, I'm sure I do. I think I do. I mean, maybe I won't this year, because I am being very um, frugal with my purchases. But even if you enjoy two or three of the free games. Yeah. Even yeah. if they're games that you might not necessarily have bought, yeah. if you've enjoyed them, then yeah. that's I think that's that's value for money. Yeah, I agree. Like I mean, this, this year alone, I mean um Rocket League. Rocket League's yeah. given me endless pleasure and I wouldn't have bought that game. Oh god, yeah, and, and obviously when season two starts we've already made a pact. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna play. <laughs> we're gonna hit it hard. But um Yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't like to put a price on enjoyment in that out of games because, say, is a great example. I know you're going to say, "Oh, Drive Club again." But I bought Drive Club 16 months ago, and mm. I broke my rules. First time ever, I broke my rules on pricing, and I paid 42 pound for it from Tesco's and launch. And my rule is 40 pound max for a video game. Don't go mm. above it. You know, I'm going to get the tight <laughs> quotes again. Frugal. It's just my rule. You're yeah, I, I don't. I just don't agree with paying more than forty pounds for a video game, and um, I paid for that. But look at me now; I'm still playing it sixteen months later. The season pass is—I don't care. People can argue with me to them blue in the face. There has not been a better value season pass ever than what Drive Club has done. No way. I'm not having it from anyone. Nothing has ever delivered more value than Drive Club season pass, especially America. If you. Especially no. <laughs> Especially if you managed to get it for the price you got it for when you bought that bundle, which was what, ten, twelve pounds? Ten pounds for the whole thing. 
exactly. without the bikes. They didn't have the bikes. Yeah, but the bikes are twelve pound, and they go on offer now and then for eight nine pound. Yeah. If you've got PS, if you've got the, um, I think PS Plus or the the original Drive Club and Season Pass. Mm. But and then next week they're releasing. I told you about this, didn't I? A new two new tours, and each tour is two cars, two bikes, and five trophies for each tour. Mm. And there's people moaning because they're three pound each. People moaning. I've got the season pass. Why isn't this included in the season pass? What? <laughs> Just because you bought the season pass two months ago, like yourself, yeah, doesn't mean this season pass is still running. It finished in July last year. <laughs> it finished in July, and since July to Christmas, they've given us new cars for free. They've given us a new track today for free with six variations, and they've given us new variations of different tracks in sprint modes and stuff. And you just like, and they've added and added and added to the game. You're like, they just can't win. Mm. It's <laughs> a cracking game as well. Yeah, I'm going on a tangent there, but basically, I brought the rules on that, and I've had probably two, three hundred hours out of that game, probably so far, probably more. I've done twenty-three thousand miles in game on it. Bloody hell. I'm at 260 million points. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, it is what Pez was on the PS2. When I've got 10 minutes, I play that game for 10 minutes. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what I do. It's just astonishing value. And I will eventually get the witness, and maybe when I do get it, I'll think to myself, yeah, I should have paid 30 quid for this and feel bad. Mm. But then at the same time, maybe I won't because... I wouldn't have bought Firewatch if I'd have bought it because I was tanked, stuck up with that. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting more and more tempted by The Witness. I am, but I've got that was the other factor why I didn't buy it. I've got Street Fighter coming on Monday or hopefully Saturday. Mm. Um, and um, obviously I had Firewatch and I really want to hit Street Fighter because you can get all the DLC for free if you rank up enough points. So, oh yeah, I've had that. So I, want to, um, I think that might be the... You know, quite the future of season passes and stuff because Ubisoft did it, didn't they? With Rainbow Six, and another know. game. I wish I'd bought brand new. That's a good I incentive really... to get you to buy it straight out of the gate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I really like the look of that. I've seen a few people playing it, watched a few streams. I wish I'd have bought it, but I think it's too late for me to get into it now because a lot of people will have ranked up and I'll be that noob. Yeah, no one wants ruining, to be that noob. Yeah, yeah, I'll be the one getting killed the first five minutes for seconds of every game, ruining it for the other team and. That's why I won't pick up Splatoon again. Keeps getting no, keeps getting yeah. updates, but I, I went back in just before Christmas and got whipped. Yeah, you scared me when you told me about that. It was so off the pace. Was. I was never yeah. great at it, but I was never no. bottom of the pack. I'm not bothered, though, because what I did play, I must have got at least 20, 30 hours out of that game, and what I did play, I thoroughly enjoyed. I bought the blimmin' um, Amiibos and never went back and used them. Oh, you should go back into the single-player content, at least. Yeah, I'm going to go. I do want to. Yeah. I want to give the multiplayer another go, but they've had loads more content. Maybe they should do a ranked and unranked mode to ease people back in. Yeah. They do do unranked, don't they? You don't have to be ranked. I don't know. They probably do. But yeah, so... I, I suppose we didn't really come to a conclusion on digital pricing, and it's not for us to say, really, if it is overpriced or not, but... I don't think it's... I don't think... It's, it's got to take it on a game-by-game basis, whether it's yeah. overpriced, but... And personal no, opinion, it just seems that they are creeping up. The one series I've noticed are creeping up, and I think they're maybe a bit cheeky, is the Telltale games. I don't know if you'd agree. Um, Look, Game what, of Thrones. What were they like? Six, six episodes, but that was close to £20, £21, pound, was it? 
I can't remember when I bought it. I don't know if it's because of the licenses, because Minecraft was close to 20. And... Yeah. Is that out yet? That looks dreadful. What's that? Minecraft. Minecraft, that's finished, isn't it? They released all the episodes. Like, Did they? Within two weeks of each. I think they had to with that series, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was every two weeks each episode, I think, and I think they had to because they knew there was going to get a lot of new new um, players into the Telltale world, world mm-hmm. especially young kids like my mate. He bought two copies for his two kids. And um, I said to him, you do realise this is a story-based game, optional decisions and choices to make. And he's like... Yeah, he says he'll probably play it for half hour and then say it's not proper Minecraft and <laughs> never touch it again. I don't think he even finished the first episode. Oh my god, he bought like two copies. Yeah, both his kids love Minecraft, but it's not Minecraft. This is no, what I'm trying not, to tell people. It like is not, yeah, it is not Minecraft. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. That's a proper parent movie, did there? Yeah, that is, yeah. Not understanding the games, yeah. going on the label. <laughs> that is right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he knew as well. He said that yeah. I played it. I told him before we bought it, because he was in any in game, and he says, um, Oh, we want some. Why did he buy two? Um, I don't know if they've got different systems, or one's got a 360, one's got an Xbox One, or something like that, no. or a Wii U. I can't think, or a Wii I don't know. They've got two or three consoles. Mm hmm. And, um, and all they play is Minecraft. <laughs> well, yeah, and um, Disney Marvel, what's it called? Um, Infinity, Disney Infinity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some H doesn't touch, it's like he's grown out of it now. Oh, really? Yeah, he's just mad Football. sports and racing games. What a boy. Yeah, he likes his Mario Kart, still loves that. And oh, that yeah. feature you told me about for the 3DS, that works a treat from. Oh, yeah. yeah. The multiplayer on one cart. Yeah, absolutely brilliant idea that is. I've ever come up with it. <laughs> That's flipping, that's an innovation. Brilliant <laughs> idea. No, it really is. That is a class idea. Yeah. So most of the games I've multiplayer, you can do it with one car. There's normally some limitation. Yeah, that's fair enough, that. Mm. I mean, I was playing Grand Prix the other day. I just thought it'd be like just 1v1 races, but there's playing the actual 50cc Grand Prix and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they can go for it. But yeah, that's good. Was I right? You have to be Shy Guy. Yeah, she's so, he can pick his, but she has to be Shy Guy. Yeah. I don't know if he's slower or not, but. She doesn't care. No, it's just um, it's that small, lightweight character like um, mm. Toad and Cooper Trooper from the original. Yeah. You played the original, didn't you? You want a bit of the SNES version? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Because I know you're a bit of a Sega boy. No, Super Nintendo all the way. I was. Have Super I Nintendo. Remembered that wrong. Definitely, I was. I used to argue and fight with the Mega Drive boys in the playground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lad. <laughs> I had a Master System and then I cried for a SNES when I seen that Street Fighter 2 was coming out and I got one. And you're still playing today. Crocodile tears. <laughs> <laughs> it worked though. It did. My sister still takes it to me with family around at Christmas but I got what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was good on Christmas Day and my dad was better than me though because he'd been sneaking up his mum's house blasting it. <laughs> getting practice in yeah he was yeah oh the cheek you know when I opened it and you could see the polystyrene was damaged because he had to keep taking it in and out in and out yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no dad. cheeky dad yeah yeah right let's uh, talk Firewatch yeah finish off go... on Firewatch gonna... is that the yeah that's right yeah so yeah, yeah just these three things we're going to chat about are we doing yeah. um, full spoiler 
Yeah, let's go spoilerific. Let's okay. go spoilerific because you can't really do, if you're going to be vague about it, there's no point talking about it. Is it no, it's right? only a short I'll, game. Isn't it? Yeah. So let's go spoilerific. So if no one's finished it yet and they are listening, yeah, pause, go buy it. Six hours later, you should be done. Come back. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's just quickly mention it's it is a short game. Nothing wrong with that at all. No. I mean, I don't think it'll, unless you go wandering off everywhere. Even then, I doubt it'll last you longer than six hours. I think I completed it in just under four. You? I'm not sure how many hours I did. Did it say I, somewhere? I think I had two two-hour sessions on it, maybe a bit shorter, the second night. I probably went um, to maybe five hours. Well, let's get this out of the way as well. Another thing, the people, before it was launched, there was lots of talk about the performance issues. I didn't think they were that bad. It did stutter quite a bit to, um, in the last day. I can't think what it was when the smoke was everywhere from mm. the fire. But um, It looked beautiful, didn't it? It was a stunning game, but it didn't bother me because it's not a combat game and it wasn't action-orientated, so I wasn't having to shoot or kill or fight. It's just You're just walking mm. and it, it jerks here and there, but it's pretty smooth and I, I don't know much about... You know, I couldn't tell you what it dipped to the frame rate at times, but... It wasn't enough to make me think, oh, I'm stopping until it gets patched. Because it wasn't that bad. I don't know if you'd agree. I didn't think it was game-breaking at all. It did break for me. It crashed once for me, sorry, on a loading screen. That was it. Did it break in-game for you? Yeah, it froze at um, uh, the point where... you With spoiling, so if you, you find yeah. a dead body... Yeah. And then you find that in a cave. Yeah. You leave the cave. Yeah. And it crashed. Yeah. So I turned it off. Uh, shut. Uh, came out because I could still go to the home menu. Yeah. On the PlayStation, so I went out, shut the game down, went back in, and it had lost the thing. I had to leave the cave and use my radio. Yeah. I left the cave and I couldn't use my radio. Oh. I thought, oh god, I'm gonna have to no. do it all again. But yeah. I went back down the cave, went back to the body. It yeah. did a little save. I thought, oh, I hope that's it. Yeah. Out the cave. And the the radio uh, thing came up and I was able to do it. Yeah. But I was, for a moment, I was like, oh, please, no. Yeah. Yeah, I had a moment like that when um, the loading screen froze. I was like, oh, for God's sake. And then I rebooted <laughs> it and I, I was backtracked a little bit. Not much. Yeah. Like, oh, God. And then when I was leaving the cave, it kind of... Pause just fractionally for a minute amount of time. It's like no. In the same bit where I was. Yeah, because you you climb up out the cave. I can't remember. Yeah, I climbed up out the cave. There's loads of smoke. Yeah, and then there's a lump drop, I think, or something like that, isn't there? Mm. And then um, it kind of froze. Then I was like, oh no, 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 no. Then it carried on. I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) So I have heard about other people with different bugs. Like, um, it's not the same. Um, you know, objective was still on the screen, like get to two forks, even though they'd done it, and then there was on the mm. next bit and they couldn't remember what they had to do. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice that. I only used the prompts a couple of times. Yeah. It seems like people have been having different bugs of it, but I was, must have been very lucky. Mm. But, you know, I don't I'm know. Not gonna... There was a bug possibly right at the beginning for me as well. I was picking at the beginning, it's, it's all text based right at the very start. Yeah. And you're building your character's history. Mm hmm. Uh, a bit like a Telltale game, you're just picking yeah. text. Ex-Telltale devs. Oh, are they? 
Yeah. yeah I didn't realise. Mm-hmm. Still with a slightly broken engine. And yeah. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful game. Um, but yeah, I was picking text, building up my past to the present day. Mm-hmm. And then there's a crucial point. Um, I'll, I'll give you the detail because we are doing spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm given the option of caring uh, for my uh, ill wife yeah. at home or shipping her off to a uh, a home where she'll get round-the-clock care. Mm-hmm. And I thought I wouldn't be comfortable not trying to look after her home. So mm-hmm. I, I opted to look after her home. Yeah. And then it carried on as if I'd selected to yeah, send her well. to a nursing home. And I was like, oh, mm. no, that's gonna that's a massive character thing. That's the a- only thing I would say is you definitely sure you was on the right option because when you hold down the stick, it keeps flicking between them. The options, I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't really notice that, but I I did, um, I was like, I'm going to do this. I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and I did it quickly. Mm. So maybe I just made a mistake. Okay. Well, we'll we'll do it again, I suppose, in a year or whenever you go back to it. Well, I was, I was, when I got to the end, we'll talk about the game in a minute, but when I got to the end, I was slightly disappointed with the ending, and I wondered, are there multiple endings? Or there aren't. Oh. There aren't. As far as I know, there aren't. I didn't think there was. I hadn't heard that there were. No. But I did wonder well, if there were. Well, let's backtrack. Let's go back to the start then. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, forget the history part at the beginning. Well, not forget about it, but you, like you said, you build the history, don't you? You build his, this sad story, opens up, and it's just dialogue. And it, every now and then it stops to show you, is it Henry? That's right, isn't it? His name's Henry, yeah. Yeah, he's getting in his car and he's chucking his bag in the car. You're doing all this. And then it goes back and there's more multiple options. You know, the story continues about the history of him and his... Is it Julia, his, his wife? Yeah, Julia. And um, it's, you know, like you meet in a bar, hey, what do you say to her, etc., etc. And you've got, chop, got the choices, the decisions to make there. Mm-hmm. And eventually you arrive at the, the park, don't you? Yeah. And you start hiking, because it's a two-day hike, if I can remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And on this hike, it keeps flashing back to the decisions as answers you're building your history, which is a brilliant touch. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, it's really good. And um, eventually you you get there and Delilah radios you. And she's the lookout in, I can't remember the name of the tower. Is it Forp, Fawn? I can't remember. It was Fawn or Forp something, anyway. And uh, you never meet Delano all through the adventure. You never meet her. And, uh, but you're constant because, radio contact. Yeah, you're constant. She's um, quite sarcastic, quite funny, perky. Mm. And she's your boss, basically. Yeah. Very laid and, back uh, boss. Yeah, very laid back. Until certain points when she's a bit snarky, snappy. Yeah. But um, you you take the lead now for a bit then. So you continue what happened. What, from the beginning? Yeah, from when you first meet Delilah and then you get the first task of the fireworks. Yeah, so the first sort of job that your character gets, if you like, because you've already done quite a lot of getting to this point, but your first job is just some fireworks. You're on Firewatch mm. in this big... You're just a lookout. You spot fires, you report them so they can be dealt with quickly. Yeah. That's your job. You stay there, you sleep there, you spend all summer there. Yeah. And it's a popular hiking location. And your first job is to there's fireworks going off. Delilah spots them and says that's on your turf. You need to go and sort that out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so you you hike to where these fireworks are. Um, yep. There's a couple of teenage girls basically who have been letting off these fireworks, and when you get there, they've stripped off and they're skinny dipping. You can't see anything. They're way off in this on this rock in the middle of this lake. Yep. And they're giving you loads of lip and abuse. Um, and you tell them, you, I confiscated their whiskey and I confiscated their fireworks. I don't know about you. Yeah, you, you confiscate. Yeah, I just thought that was part of the main story when you're at the um, by the little campsite. I took that. Yeah. And there was no need to take the whiskey, but I did take the uh, fireworks and I, I took the whiskey. That's not something I would normally do. I don't really know why I did it. Because um, it, it was before they were rude to me. I just took was it the whiskey. whiskey. Did it say on the option keep for later? Yeah, keep for no, later. No, I didn't take it then. I didn't take that. No, I did. I just left it. I stole that. No, I left that. And I tidied up the cans. Left that. Oh, yeah, I tidied up the cans. And then oh, you went yeah. down to the lake. Is that right? Down to the lake. You're walking. Oh, there. There's a little path there and you keep spotting like uh, underwear, a bra on the branch and stuff. Yeah. There's some funny dialogue there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because you radio all this in because you're yeah. new to the job and if you look at something you can hold R2 and bring up the radio and it gives you speaking options to Delilah. Yeah. So it's, I spoke. it's worth doing that at every opportunity. Oh yeah, I did, yeah. I tried then... to do everything. Yeah, they give you, you then, loads of lip and then you just leave yeah. them, take the fireworks and go back to your camp. And that's like day one, isn't it? Did you throw the radio in the lake? No, I didn't. They got a, a boombox, haven't they? Not your yeah. walkie-talkie, you mean the radio. Well, I did. Because they're sitting on the rock in the distance, aren't they? And they're... Um, are they smoking? Drinking? I can't think. They're drunk. The ra- yeah, the radio's playing. And I threw it in the water and they're like, you jerk or something like that. But they disappeared then. What did the girls? The girls did. They're not on the rock, and I was like, "Well, what's happened to them?" And I was, wasn't sure if it was a glitch or they just swam off the opposite way, or I don't know. But they just disappeared, and then obviously, I think you hike back, and that's the end of day one, isn't it? Oh, they were still there when I left. No, they disappeared. Well, maybe that was another glitch. That I didn't really possibly a glitch. Yeah. Yeah, but then they disappear. But you know, my biggest. I love the way you well, tidied up the tin cans and then. Chucked a radio in the lake. Yeah, it's because I think they called me a, a pervert. Also, it's like, oh, f this. Oh yeah, they were calling me a pervert. Yeah, but uh, my biggest gripe with the game, because obviously we don't want to detail every day, but is that it builds this this kind of suspense and mystery, and it oh, never it really pans out to be a mystery. There's, in day one, is that when you see that bloke as it's getting? Yes. Back? Did you notice they changed that from the original launch trailer? No. Because you know when you see that guy? Mm. You see him in the... Remember the first launch trailer when I texted you months ago and I was like, you've got to see this trailer, it looks brilliant. Yeah. When you're hiking back up the mountain, Delilah says to you on the radio, oh, I see you back at the cabin then. You're like, no, 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 I'm still hiking up the mountain. She goes, well, your lights are on. And he goes, doom. Like that on the original trailer. He's like, shit. I knew that happened differently yeah. in the game. I just thought but it was it... cut differently. Yeah, but it happened at a very later point in the final game. Yeah, it, it does, very late. Maybe they just cut it so it looked better on that trailer, but which makes sense. Mm. But it was kind of um, confusing for me because I was like, oh, why has that happened there? Because you watched the trailer so many times. <laughs> yeah, but it was just strange. Like, the, you know, there was this guy there and they should have given you the option to respond to him or call out to him, I felt, at that point. What happened? He just looks at you and walks away, didn't he? He just looks off and then you radio in and he just kind of turns around and walks off and 
Even Delilah if you're like, completely you're... downplays it, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the middle of nowhere and you will bump into people, I think she says. Yeah, you're outside. Oh, yeah, there's something I should have told you. What's that? <laughs> it's the outside. Which <laughs> is quite funny, but... Yeah. Because that was up. making me think... Maybe they played it like that on purpose to play on the paranoia that maybe she is in on this. Mm. But, um... You're given speech options to suggest that she knows more than she's letting on. Yeah. What didn't make sense to me was... I don't know if you'd agree, and maybe I miss points, but how did he get all this equipment? Who? Um, is it Brian's dad? Oh, um, yeah. We're going into huge spoiler territory here, obviously, if you haven't finished it. But... <laughs> Which because, equipment do you mean? You know, when you go down the mountain through the fences and you find that tent with the t- antenna. and I don't know whose that was. I don't think that, that was, was his. That was his because he's monitoring the conversations, isn't he? But he was doing that from his cave thing, wasn't he? Well, is he just been? I think she keeps saying there's like biologists come and different visitors come and do different yeah, but things. in there, I think he's been stealing various bits. No, because when you're in that tent, remember, you find some clippings, and in those clippings, it says all that details about. Um, you know, um, passive aggressive and all that, and um, how much could you influence them? And it's like Delilah's like a two or a one, and Henry's like an eight or a nine. Mm. And then when you go into his cave, it's the same scrollings. Hmm. I never really thought about that. I but, didn't really understand that big fenced off section. No, I didn't understand why he was doing what he was doing either. I think, why was he doing it? I think he was just trying to stay hidden. But why was he observing the. The Rangers? Why was he spying on them? Why was he making their lives hell? I, th- I don't think he was making their lives hell. I think he was just spying on them to know where they were, what they are up to, and how much if they found anything out about him. About the boy? About his boy. Who it doesn't was... make sense, though, does it, when you think about it afterwards? Because the problem with it is, is the more you think about stuff like that afterwards, the more it kind of Did, ruins yeah, the story. Yeah, the game. Yeah, it does. That's what I wondered if there were perhaps different endings because it could have played out so differently. Yeah. Without a lot of I effort. Didn't think they, I didn't think they needed that bit with the dad hiding there at the end. I mean, if if it had just been a case of his dad was on the run because he didn't want to get the blame for it, that would have worked out just if not better. What do you, you mean know, he was or, hiding? You know, like the dad, his son dies, doesn't he? And then he hides in the top of that hill, doesn't he? In a little shaft. Yeah. And he's like... I can't think. Is it Brian, the kid's name? Brian's the kid, I think, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, he didn't put his hooks in properly, and, yeah, uh, et cetera. And I just think it would have been maybe more interesting if he hadn't been hiding, you know, if it had just been a case of, shit, this is what happened to the boy, you know. Mm. And maybe the dad had died down there as well, trying to help him or... I don't know. It just but felt really... Who, who would have been doing the creepy stuff? Yes, but that's yeah, that's that's true. But the creepy stuff afterwards didn't work for me because I was like, it don't make no sense now. It, you know what I mean? Mm. Does that? Do you know what I'm going like? Like when I thought the spy on, I was like, shit, what's going on here? What? Some sort of government conspiracy or something? But then it just turned out to be him. It keeping it. It did feel like a government conspiracy thing with that big fenced-off section in the middle, which Delilah didn't know about. Yeah. And they had a big antenna. He must have just stolen this stuff from uh, biologists and things. Yeah. 
because he did have a lot of random stuff. Like when I got to his cave, I yeah, was looking I looked around. around it, yeah, he had he had the radio. Did he have the radio that the that you threw in the water? Yeah, he had that. He didn't pocket it apart, hadn't he? Yeah, and he had uh, a backpack from the girls. These girls go missing, which yeah. adds to the creepiness. They just disappear. Um, yeah. you're being slightly spied on. You don't. You never see anybody, but you do hear rustling in the bushes. Yeah. And there's always a little sense that someone's around, especially after quite early on. Yeah. When you find the first as a clipboard and it's got writing on it about your conversations with Delilah and you find yeah. the walkie talkie and then I don't know if I started to turn around but Yeah. I felt like I did and I got smacked and I went down and then I got smacked again and I blacked out and then you wake up a bit yeah. later. And then you get no interaction again do you but it's just you're waiting for it it's creepy I mean it's like when you find the girl's tent and it's all ripped up and the, and the suspense is building and I thought that just looks like a bear attack to be fair mm. but it was really intriguing and I was like oh god this is building up and I was, I was starting to think to myself then there's no way the payoff is going to match the build up it just can't you know like, like a typical J.J. Abrams show but don't you yeah. feel like that's always the case though no, because I, I have seen films and, you know, TV shows and that where the payoff has been pretty damn good. Not because it's a massive twist, but because it just makes sense. And my problem with Firewatch is it, it doesn't really make much sense in the end. You know, there's, there's a lot unexplained. I wonder if that perhaps dialogue decisions... I listened to a video gamer podcast the other day and um, Dave Scammell says he loved it until the final last 20 minutes and then it ruined it for him. Mm. He says, I didn't, he says, I loved the first, you know, whatever it was, three and a half hours. He said, I thought it was brilliant. He says, but the last 20 minutes were that bad for him. It ruined the game for him. Mm. And uh, Miller was like, oh, that sounds harsh. And he's like, as long as it got you in it and got you involved, immersed you, then, and built a great atmosphere, doesn't that count for something? He's like, yeah, but it's a story game and it's a bad ending to the story, a poor ending, mm. and which is true. To an extent that, you know, like you said, it tarnishes everything that came before. Mm. I mean, I would still say to people who enjoyed Everybody's Gone to the Rapture and stuff, and um, maybe Gone Home, I haven't played that myself yet. I'm going to pick that up, I think, at some point. Mm. They definitely give Firewatch a go because it's it's a really good game. It's but. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> it's I, difficult, I, isn't it? I did, like yourself, like I didn't want to say nothing to you and my cousin who's playing at the moment when I finished it, but I was dying to write on that text. Very disappointed in the finale, but I couldn't. I knew because I read the, and looking back on it, very poor review that IGN did, mm. um, that that reviewer was disappointed with the ending. Yeah. So I was ready to be yeah. let down by the ending. And I think when it's a story-driven game yeah, and it's like this, I mean, I was disappointed with the ending in uh, the other game you just mentioned. What was it? Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Yeah, that left me a little bit flat as well. Yeah, I, could, I didn't really understand the ending to that. I mean, I, I liked the way, the, you know, the, the visual ending. Yeah. That you sat down in this fight, was it fire? I think kind of engulfed yeah. that part, or and I really liked that. But um, 
I didn't understand if it was metaphors or philosophy. It mm. went over my head, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but everything that came before it was so good because the way I look at everybody's gone to the rapture is it's the journey in that game that's more important than the ending. The lives that the these lives that you kind of listen in on. Yeah. And it felt like there was real people there, and it were it was real lives and like. These took this couple that had fell in love and they just wanted to spend their life together and we knew that they were only going to get a matter of, what was it, days or weeks together. Yeah. And it, that was so sad. And then there was, like, the the mother, if you remember, like... Mm. Um, was it the, oh, I can't think of his name. Was it Richard? Yeah, he was in it. I don't know if that's who you mean, but there was a Richard in it. And he's, I think he was one of the scientists and his mother was um, obviously a... a, a devout Christian and yeah at odds with his beliefs and job there's that scene when she was on the bench I think you know like probably after you leave first leave the village and it's just so much like you know the the person who got rammed off the road in the car and then the train I can remember so much about the game and that one scene which killed me not I didn't cry but it was just hit me up inside when you get to the train station and she phones Richards and she says um I think she's. I can't think if she's done about the stars or the planes, and she's like, it's beautiful, and it's the end. Yeah, it's the end for them. It's just it, that was so much more than the finale and the Firewatch. The problem with Firewatch is everything builds up to the ending, and the ending's such a letdown. And for me, anyway, that you kind of it doesn't completely ruin everything that come before, but you kind of look back on it and think, mm. well. It's, it's... It builds such good tension. You yeah. meet these girls, and then they vanish, and yeah. then it's sort of um, you're debating whether to let the police know with Delilah that you had you saw them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Delilah did in your game, but she didn't tell the police in my game. I said better to tell them, and then it later transpires that she didn't put. Yeah, she's exactly the same them. as me. You know we always make the same decisions. We were, you know, we were so predictable. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then so the girls go missing and then they find this fence and you find a cave and the key mm-hmm. for the cave because it's like it's fenced off inside for, to protect what's to protect uh, hikers from falling to their death. Yeah. Um, so that's locked and Delilah's not sure where the keys have been missing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um and there's this story that Delilah keeps going on about about the previous watch guy who brought his son and he shouldn't have brought his son and he was a the son was really really nice but the dad was a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's these characters and they're missing. The girls going missing. There's this big secret area in the middle, uh, fenced off, which you eventually later you get into. And then it turns out that the boy fell down a shaft and died. Mm. Uh, the big area in the middle seems to be just slightly abandoned and being sort of run by the guy that's sort of thought to be missing. Yeah. And he's the one that's been following you. And that's just kind of it. It's, a, it's all quite anticlimactic, but it does make sense. And I kind of I kind of appreciate it, because at one point I thought, don't be aliens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got that with the, uh, with the antenna part. I was really I was like, scared it was going to be 80. Yeah, I was like, you cannot 
finish this with aliens. Yeah, don't do it in Indiana Jones. Not the same week X Files comes out. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I, yeah, I'm glad you said that because I was getting that and I wanted to say it, but I thought you might go, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a fear I had where it's going to get yeah. stupid. Yeah, like I a thought... saucer's just going to float above and he's going to go, what the heck? Yeah. I, thought... <laughs> <laughs> I was pleased it wasn't that. Um, but there were hints that Delilah could have been up to something because there were dialogue yeah. options which I'd never checked which questioned her. Mm-hmm. But I didn't doubt her personally. I didn't doubt her. I mean, I, she was a pisshead. That was definitely on the cards even before it what? came to knowledge. I thought there was something very... I'm not sure she was a pisshead. I think she was. She was drunk the, the day after she found all that, remember? When she radios him and she was wrecked. She was wrecked. Um, definitely mate if she reacted like that after that straight away drunk she was a wreck she was, <laughs> she was that's why she was there she was, she was drunk on one of them and then the note she finds that the guy's been get gathering on the both of you says she's an alcoholic yeah and I mean, she has a long time long term partner which didn't come up in any speech either when she when at the beginning when she's on the radio and she talks to someone else and she goes oh I don't think he knows yeah is she obviously on about Brian and his father, about what happened to the last watch tower guy? I'm not sure. I mean, that's what I mean, little things like that. I mean, I think the game would have benefited so much more if we'd have known exactly where it was heading. Like, it would have been a bit more focused on Brian, like, instead of this mystery of who's, ki- you know, trying to set it up, like, who's killing people? Mm. You know, and... But it turns did, out, doesn't it, that the girls show up. Yeah, that, well, as soon as that you know, as soon as that was revealed, I knew right then it was gonna be disappointing. As soon as she radioed in, oh, the fandom there was like the style of farmer's tractor straight away. Then and not mm. just on, you know, other people might think of was, but I thought I'm gonna be disappointed now because I was hoping it was gonna be a murder mystery, and I was like, so it's not there's not a murder in the woods. So what has gone on? And then when I seen the shoe <laughs> in the shaft, I was like. Okay, so that's got to be the kids. And then I was like, oh, God, until dawn. <laughs> you know, but th- that's, that's the thing. It, I think it could have gone easily, very, very, very easily, because the map didn't have to change, and you don't meet any other yeah. characters, but they could have just, the girls could have stayed dead or yeah. stayed missing. You didn't have to find out they'd been found. And they could have had a completely different ending where there was a murderer and you catch him. Yeah. yeah. It could be different endings really or easily. Or he gets you. Doesn't always have to be a, a happy ending. Yeah, you could. Yeah, he could get you. Yeah, you know, it could have been a case of, like, uses depending on the choices you'd made. Whether you know, there's no QTE section at the end. Whether you get caught or don't get caught because of decisions you've made prior. Mm. And uh, maybe I'll sound a bit harsh. Or maybe when I play it through again, because I'll understand a lot more of what I'm reading that now. Mm. So I can play through all. I might ask more, different but, questions. Yeah, I just think. I think I would have enjoyed it more if it had been a case of he's um you know, we'd known his dad was on the run or something and they'd have thought Brian they thought Brian was with him, but then we found Brian and you know, it was left then to whether did his dad accidentally kill him, did he kill him? You know, because that's always in question, isn't it? Mm. He says it on the radio, he, he didn't put his hooks in, but Delilah's like adamant, he killed him. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, but she paints him in a bad light. Yeah, she does. But um, I don't know, I just... But yeah, they could have changed it so easily. The girls could have turned up dead or never been found. I and... wouldn't have even minded if it had turned out that Henry had done it all. 
I think I would have preferred that because he even the guy you are. Yeah, because he even implies that on some of the conversations, doesn't he? Am I losing my mind? Am I just imagining all this? And then you have that moment with Delilah when she says, You found me up last night and you think you're speaking to Julia. Oh yeah. And she's like and you're saying that happened, isn't it? Yeah, that actually happened. And I was confused when that was actually the dream scene. Yeah, and she's like, I didn't want to wake you because I think she said shock or something like that. Or you just sounded so peaceful. Mm. I don't know. It's a really awkward one. I mean, I gave it four out of five because I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And it's a beautiful game. Oh, God. I beautiful. love yeah, just walking around it. There's strange visuals like the vistas and that. The, the, they're not realistic, but they look realistic. I think it might be the lighting, especially when the sun's coming down. But then he's got that Pixar look to his body, hasn't he? His hands. Yeah, it's, it is a kind of pic- Pixar-y sort of cartoony style. Counter-Strike, not Counter-Strike. It is Counter-Strike, isn't it, or whatever? Yeah, it was always a bit jarring when you saw an actual character face Mm. because they looked a little bit more stylised than the scenery. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I really... I I enjoyed it. It was just a slightly let down at the end. But, like I I say, it could have gone different. Like, when you find the body and it looks like a climbing accident, Mm. you could have found that body depending on decisions you made earlier in the game with conversations you had earlier in the game, yeah. where it clearly has been murdered. Yeah. Or you could find the son and the dad, and they've both been murdered, and it's a different thing entirely. Yeah. It, I just think it would be would have been quite easy to have very different multiple endings. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think agree. it's a missed... And maybe they'll be doing DLC. I think that says that story's done. Yeah, I thought it would be. Yeah, I think that's the best way. I mean... You can only ruin it, can't you? If you get a bit more, make it try and make it more complex and different. No, not necessarily complex, just just different endings would be. Yeah. I think they had a story, they wanted to tell it, and they did it right. Mm. I think with something like Until Dawn, the way it's. Look how long it took them to map that out. Mm. That's yeah, that taken ages. Yeah. I just. I know I keep saying that. I don't think I was satisfied with the ending. I didn't feel like I had closure on the story, if that makes sense. And I do wish that I told you to snap away, because I thought that was brilliant at the end when your photos were coming up. And I'd only took about five pictures. Oh, did you? I ran out I of photos. Thought, I love taking pictures. I thought the camera was going to be really important, you see. And I was like, oh, I'll just use my share feature. And then at the end, that that got me a bit at the end when he showed you the kids' pictures he took with the camera. And then I started to feel really bad for him. Like when he took a picture of yeah. his dinosaur on top of the watchtower and then I yeah. felt so bad for that kid then. Yeah, because it's a point in the game for anyone who's listening despite having not played it, where yeah. you find the rucksack that belonged to the boy that you eventually find out has died. And mm. he's got... Because this game is set in 1989, is it? Yeah. And you find a Kodak disposable camera. Mm-hmm. And it's got four pictures taken already. Yeah. But you take the camera and you can take pictures with it you hold it you get it out you hold it out to your face and you get a little square like an Instagram mm-hmm. style like square simple pictures I took loads of pictures and they're all I was really pleased with all of them but you can't because it's not digital you can't look at your pictures as you're going mm-hmm. so it's not until the end it kind of seems pointless but at the end they scroll with the credits yeah. and right at the end because it's going in re- reverse order taken the last one you took is the first one you see so right then you see the love pictures that the boy took 
Yeah. And there's one of, yeah, he's holding up his toy dinosaur, attacking the watchtower, and there's one of his dad smiling. There's one of him looking really happy. Yeah. And there's one of them both sat yeah. on a rock that they've managed to take, probably before they set off on their hike. Yeah, I think they might be terror on that one. They put the camera on a rock, and they're sitting on the steps, aren't they? Yeah. Which doesn't make sense, because you can't do a self-timer. No, no. <laughs> but ignoring that, maybe yeah. someone else took it for them. Yeah. But uh, that was a good one. But It was touching. And you could have gone down the route in the conversations of accusing them, of, being, of accusing them of murdering him. But I think if you look at those pictures, it's really clear yeah. that, no, that's that's not happened. That was a climbing That's why accident. I think it, it would have been a better off if it had been a murderer in the forest kind of angle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Comes back for the summer when he knows his tourists and stuff. Mm. It would have been interesting. Not every year, but comes back, you know. Well, that happens. Can... Yeah. I've read Bill Bryson's A Walk in the Woods mm. and he talks about uh, murders and bear attacks, but actually just people getting murdered, straight up yeah. murdered. Well, a bear will finish off the body, I guess, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the bear eats rotten meat. Yeah. I was half expecting that as well, you know. I look at that one point when she's on about the grizzly, but I think that was part of their tactics to try and um, make you a bit what do they scared. Call it? Deflect, yeah, yeah. Def- deflect you away from the um, mystery. Mm. Start making your mind. It was pretty light on wildlife. Yeah, you Did could you... find bits, couldn't you? I found the turtle. Oh yeah, some... I found the turtle. I was some, going to ask uh... you about that. Did you keep him? Yes, I kept him. Did you save him at the end? Save him at the end when you're packing up before you go to the helicopter. Oh, God, no, I didn't realise he was in there, to be honest. No, oh, he's in a little box on the on the on one of the sides. Oh, dear. I only just spotted him, I picked him up. He didn't cook on my watch day. Oh, dear. <laughs> After that fruit now, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> Save that little tail. Yeah. Yeah, I managed to take a cool picture of a, of a butterfly as well. I do remember seeing a book, the butterflies flying around, but it never clicked on to me to take the pictures. Yeah. Mine are all sunsets and um, smog. (laughs) (laughs) I loved the camera mode. And I was very disappointed because I did know about the camera. And I did know that they scrolled at the end. Mm. But in, I'm guessing this is only in America, it comes up with a website link. Yeah. If you have read about this since. Yeah. Yeah, and you can go and look at all your pictures in high res and download them. Or you can just order them as like a proper old school, late 90s, late 80s, early 90s, proper camera, developed yeah. photos. And I want, I was tempted to do that because as I was taking my pictures, like, these are really good. Yeah. I was really pleased with them. But there's not even a link to go and get the digital copies. So they're just stuck in that game. That was one of the things that Life is Strange got so wrong, wasn't it? That you're this photographer and you never get to just whip out the camera and take out random pictures. Yeah. Totally missed opportunity there to... But then they, they had the pictures in a plot twist, didn't they? Yeah. They became but, quite important. Yeah, that's good. But, I mean, just as the customer says as a share feature, whip out the camera and take you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, you know, you could have just pressed the touchpad and used the share feature. Mm. But um, they didn't. But, yeah, Firewatch, highly recommend it, like... <laughs> people, no, it sounds daft after what I said, but I highly recommend it to people who you know enjoy those walking simulator kind of games. Yeah, you know that put the narrative, dialogue, story above the gameplay. Should I say? But it did feel more game gamey than you know. Everybody's gone to the rapture. Did you think? Definitely, everybody's gone to the rapture. I still struggle to recommend. 
because it was so mm. slow. The walking about They've was too that, slow. They've fixed that, they? have fixed that since. Well, you can they? just sprint now. Yeah, you can just sprint now if you... Um, what, at actual pace? I don't, you know, look how you walk, you get up to a decent walking speed after a bit. I'm sure Last they fixed I, that when I was still playing it. It was still really slow. Yeah, but did you have to build up or could you just walk straight fast straight away? I couldn't tell the difference between walking and running. Well, I've been told that it's been fixed so you can move at a rapid speed now. Okay. I could be wrong. I hope that's right because that game really suffered because of that. Mm. But have you played the Banishing of Ethan Carr yet? No, that is going to be on my list soon because... You've bought it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to play that soon before it ends up going on plus. <laughs> But um, that's kind of a walking simulator, but more puzzle heavy, isn't it? There's a few puzzles, but it's got the most satisfying ending, I think. Yeah, well, I'll get onto that. I think maybe I'll start that next. But I want to play Shadow of Mordor because I'm ready for a big game again now. Yeah, Shadow of Mordor, you've got to get in that. Yeah. And they're going to like that. You're going to like that. As you've abandoned yeah. playing Wind Waker. I was just going to say, that didn't work for me, did it? Not because of the game. The game was sound, the gameplay. It was the travelling. I couldn't deal with the travelling. So do you think you're going to pick up Twilight Princess? No, I'm not going to. <gasps> Sorry. Oh, Dave. I know. But I am being frugal this year. I'm trying to be good. Yeah. Street Fighter's going to be, you know, Time in, my little, in my little posse of... I think that's for you. It's going, to, it's going to nudge out a little bit of uh, Drive Club time. Yeah, it will. It definitely will. But, um, you know... Drive Club served me well. The only reason I I feel bad if I don't play Drive Club is because of my club. Because I like to keep adding points to the club, mm. to the club. I'm not in a club yet. There is what another CPG club on there, but I don't. I only recognise one person. I don't know it very well. Well, we we was recruiting new members the other day. We got them now. Well, not me. The new captain. So I handed it over. Mm. And um, I was going to recommend you, but I wasn't sure how much you play it because they want somebody adding like five, ten million points a week. How many hours is that? Not a lot, really. I mean, once you're in the club, your percentage goes up. Say, like, if I do a drift event and I earn 20,000 points for the drift, hmm. your club accolade is what your percentage you've earned. When you unlock different levels, you get more percent on. So once you unlock locations, you've got all the locations, point-to-point, racetrack, street circuits, all those... And each one has 10 levels. And every level you unlock gives you an extra percent. So if you earn, say you've unlocked overall 10% and I earn 1,000 points, I get another 100 points from my club. But when I earn, for example, now 20,000 points on the drift, mm. I get 20,000 points for the drift event. And then I get another, I think, don't quote me on this. <laughs> I don't know if it's. 18 or 38,000 on top of that through the club accolade bonus because we've ranked that much up through the club as well. So instead of getting 20, I'll get either 40 or 60,000 for a 30 second event. Whereas if you do a three minute point to point, you want to usually get about 3,000 points. So that's six or 9,000 in total. Mm. I've I've played a few, but the car unlock seems quite slow. Yeah, it is. You can get those boosters now online, but the best option to do is, if you really want to unlock your levels fast, go on drift mode, go to a Scottish track, get the hangar drifting, and pick a car or a bike that's got double XP for that week, and you'll rank them up really. You'll rank up so fast, even on the skill mode as well, because the skill mode pays at big points. Mm. Yeah, and just focus on something like you know, 
drifting, clean overtaking, get those accolade boat boosts up as quick as you can. Mm. And try and get in a club because once you're in a club, you accolade you get a club accolade bonus on top and that's where you start earning the big points. Okay. I might I might ask to join one of the clubs that's already there. There's yeah, one spot in a club with um Shelba. I don't know if they play anymore though. Shelba. Shelba's yeah. never on it. Oh, isn't she? No, Shelley's plays a lot. Plays a bit now, you know Shelley. No. Um, he's the Leicester fan. No. Oh, like... Shelby. Yeah, with Shelley, we call him. Mm. Shelster on CVG, on um, PSN. But um, Grolsch, like gave up his place because we was all like 100 plus million and he was on 25 and he loves Destiny and other games, COD. So he gave up his spot. And um, you know, since then, I've doubled mine. I'm on like 260 million now. The other lads are on, two of the other lads are on. 400 and a couple of the new members are on I think 230 the ones on 360 million yeah the top earner on there is on 19 billion I don't know who's done that I don't know who's done that he must have just done the same event over and over with the double boost he paid for off PSN and just done that there is a way but it's just you'd have to keep repeating the same task over and over and over and over and I don't like doing that I like to go for some records now and then bit robotic yeah monotonous so yeah we'll call time on it here uh, thank you for listening this has been uh, We Don't Go Out a podcast um, you can catch me on Twitter uh, at Anthony Holmes you can catch Dave at Dave Holmes 82 is that right Dave yes that's yeah. correct and uh, hopefully you'll tune in again next time thank you for listening I finished The Wolf Among Us. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. Really good. Yeah, best Telltale, mm, maybe. I still like that Walking Dead one. Feels like the decisions in The Wolf Among Us is... Is it Among Us or Among? Wolf Among Us, isn't it? Among, yeah. Um, that game felt like they, they went all out with the decision-making. Like you, Not all out, but took a big step up. Mm. So I felt like it, the decisions meant something in that. Not yeah. detrimental to the ending, but like your relationships. Yeah. That's yeah, really good. I think I'm going to get that again next time it's on sale. Or we'll try and get a disc copy. I didn't get a platinum on it though. Why not? Oh, you've just got to go back through and do certain parts of the chapters and find the fables. It's really yeah. quick, mate. I'd recommend doing it just for the plat. Yeah. Yeah, it's only like, I think one or two books a chapter, that, or, um, you know, an episode. Yeah. And I, I tried um, Borderlands Telltale one as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish the first episode. I'm thinking about going back for... Um, you didn't finish it or you didn't like it? I didn't finish it because I didn't like it. Oh, you're joking, Borderlands? Yeah. Oh, mate, you should try and stick with it. That game gets better and better. Really good, that is. Mm. So funny. Maybe. Oh. Did you buy the whole series? No, the episode one's free. Oh.
But I didn't even get to the end of it, so. Well, I would advise continue. Where did you get to? I can't even remember. Did you even get to the hideout? Um, what hideout? There's a hideout, like, and you have to try and break in, and it's so funny that scene is. I mean, oh, I think I, I did, yes. I remember thinking to myself, this isn't that good, and then I started to kick in. I was like, oh, you know what, this is going to potentially be brilliant, and then it got better and better in the second, third, fourth, fifth episodes. Wolf Among Us and uh, Walking Dead. There's a new Walking Dead coming out, March, isn't there? Or February? February 23rd. Oh, no. Yeah, Walking Dead Michione, is it called? The character, you know, the one about the black girl. Three-part series, three-episode series. I think it's going to be 15 US dollars, so that's about 10, 12 pound here. But what do I do, Dave? Do I go back and play it on PlayStation 3, where my save files It's are? not going to be, no, it's not going to be about, it's not going to be linked into that. It's going oh. to be like, it's going to be like, you know, that one that released 101 days, was it, or something? That did link. It didn't, it didn't link with your save files, did it? I thought it did. I thought it affected well, the start of this game. Don't quote me on this, but I'll, this is meant to be like a separate thing. I could be wrong. Okay. But we've got Walking Dead 2, don't forget, through PS Plus. So if you want to hit that again, hit that on your PS4. That'd be a separate Platinum, wouldn't it? There's no Platinum on Walking Dead 2. Oh, yeah, there isn't, is there? Damn it. <laughs>